Bertha, is you about ready to go down to the landing? Crick and Loomis have finished putting them paddle wheels on his tractor and are just cleaning up, Clem asked through the screen door on the front of Bertha's porch. In just a minute, Clem. I just got to finish putting our lunch together. Rousey Rawls brought me three rabbits just after breakfast I fried up. Told her you would replace the shotgun shells for them, that they should come along for the trip. Did you fuel the truck up yet with that gas Crick brought you? Bertha said, bustling back to the kitchen to get a jar of her homemade sweet bread and butter pickles to add to her grapevine basket full of lunch fixings. That sounds good. We sure have been putting on a nice spread and eating well since we got visitors down this way. I hope they don't come to expect such fine meals out of us all the time, though, Clem said, only half-joking and not voicing all his concerns for the future state of affairs of their dinner table. Yes, we sure enough have. I wouldn't worry yourself none, though, Clem. Them boys has got lots of common sense, and no city folk airs or misconceptions about them concerning what it takes to live through hard times, Bertha began, before Clem started to object and came on into the house. Wipe your feet first, Clem. Land sakes, you can keep a body busy. Your boots are dusty, and me and Rossi got my place all swept up and clean to receive company, Bertha scolded and then handed him the wicker basket holding their picnic lunch for the day, and then began to sort of push and hurt him back out the door. Dang it now, Bertha, I ain't dirtying nothing up in here. Besides, old woman, I done told you that we aren't going to get no newcomers today. We're just going to be going to the river and trying out one of my inventions to see how good it does, Clem complained, looking around for Crick and Loomis, to see if they were within earshot so he could finish what it was he wanted to talk to Bertha about. Now, Clem, what's got you so antsy and looking like your boots are pinching at your toes? You look like you're going to bust at the seams, Bertha asked, adjusting her little house on the prairie-looking bonnet instead of her normal red bandana on her head. What's got a hold of me? Girl, what's got a hold of you today? What's got you wearing that Sunnybrook Farm bonnet anyway? You decide we're going to have Sunday go to meeting service today? What are you thinking over there? You too good for your regular old bandana now that we got ourselves some new city folk visitors hereabouts? Land sakes, old woman, you putting on your Sunday best for folks we don't even know yet that will probably be all looking like death warmed over and not caring a hoot if you were even bald-headed. Now, Loomis and Crick, we already seen these are nothing more than some down-to-earth good old country boys at heart. And what do we care anyway if half of them other folks on that island they've been talking about are the city slicker types coming over here? No need to put on airs for none of them neither, I say. They're going to have to learn to be farmers now. And the closest thing they're going to see to an office cubicle is cleaning out a horse stall round here. Why, Bertha, you the one that said yourself that you only wanted certain types of people allowed in your house. And now you want to get all duded and frilled up and let just any kind of folks come sit on your front porch and access your kitchen? Hell, you don't even want me coming in here half the time. I'm telling you, you might want to look the bunch over real good before you get too friendly with any of them, Clem said, grabbing one side of his overall suspenders and holding the basket on the other side of his body in a casual but aggressive stance, wanting to have this argument out and over here and now. What are you talking about, Clem? You said there's going to be sharecropping over here. Is there something you need to be telling me about them people from that island? 
You tell that crick to leave any of them bad type boys over there far away from the shacks, or we ain't got no room for none of them. You tell him that good now, you hear? Bertha said, loosening the tie-downs on her bonnet so she could hear Clem's response better, and probably also to let the steam of her anger out from under it. Now, Bertha, you silly old thing, you know that there are all kinds of people in this here world, and in the worst of times the bad often comes out in people, as you well know. What might be your friends today could be your enemy tomorrow when you get down to the last pickle in the barrel, if you know what I mean.